Welcome into the Inside the Pylon Mock War Room Draft. Chuck Zada here as your host. And having now gone through the first three picks in the draft with Tennessee, Cleveland, and San Diego, we move on to pick four as we head over to Jerry World with the Dallas Cowboys now making their selection. Heading up the Cowboys is Jonah Tulls. And Jonah, I'd like you to introduce our listeners to your team that's going to be making the pick. All right. My name is Jonah Tulls. I am a a draft wire over at USA Sports Media Group, as well as a staff writer over at draftbreakdown.com. And with me today, I assembled my team, my head coach, RJ Ochoa. He is um, he's a staff writer for InsideTheStar.com, and he's a great NFL draft mind and also the host of the RJ Ochoa Show. So, RJ, would you like to introduce yourself to the whole um, public here? Yeah, um, I'm really excited. Um, you know, I'm just here so I won't get fined and so we can get a pick going here. <laughs> All right, man. And then we got our double coordinator, our offensive and defensive coordinator, Keith Mullins. He is the co-host of the Cowboys Crunch Time podcast, and he loves to watch all 22 tape. He loves to break down the Dallas Cowboys. So, Keith, introduce yourself, man. Absolutely. Uh, glad glad to be here, and certainly uh, it's difficult to get me to shut up under any circumstances, so I'll usually find a place that I can talk out loud about the Cowboys and the draft. So uh, glad to have this opportunity. Jonah, you uh, you and the Cowboys, you now have 15 minutes to make your selection. You're on the clock. 15 minutes starts now. All right, guys. So it looks like we got Tunzel, Ramsey, and Buckner off the board. And we just got to discuss, man, are we looking for the quarterback to take for our future and Jared Goff or Carson Wentz? Are we looking to win now? Um, what, what's our plan? Well, I know we don't have time but I wish we could take a moment of silence to mourn Jalen Ramsey being off the board. Um, initial <laughs> initial gut feeling right now is Zeke, but I'm, I'm now that it's, it's here, it's real, I don't feel as confident as I did in the idea. Um, right. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not a proponent for a quarterback personally, um, so I'm, I'm leaning Zeke or, or honestly Jack at this point. Uh, Bose is there if we want to go that route. What do you think, Keith? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, for me – most of my issues with Bosa uh, probably revolve around the current defensive coordinator. Um, mm-hmm. And with Marinelli's lack of propensity to, to scheme sacks and to generate rush by bringing pressure, uh, I generally prefer a little more bendy Gumby types as both bookends, uh, potential double-digit guys. Mm-hmm. I, think the, I think that strong defensive end type that can kick inside in money packages is a little easier to find. And uh, and there isn't that bendy double digit guy at the top of this class. So so I'm a little cooler on Bosa maybe than most, though I acknowledge he's an awesome football player. Um, the fit here for the next couple years anyway, until Marinelli moves on, is uh, is not ideal for me. Uh, for me, I have been one that's that's been noisy about the quarterback uh, picking in the top five and is, is an extreme rarity. I think that with Romo's it's not the collarbone, but the situation with his back. Uh, his inability to throw on a regular practice week and still be effective on Sunday. Those things have all of my alarm bells going off and make me concerned about this team in three years, in four and five. And I think rather rapidly, Jared Goff, just turned 21, would ascend and also assume the quarterback two reigns from whatever veteran they choose to put there. So so my it would be difficult to get me uh, at this point to, to move away from golf. I do think though, as we try and come toward a consensus that Zeke is the next one um, incredibly NFL ready 
uh, precious few, <laughs> if difficult to find weaknesses on him. And watching him run outside zone at uh, Ohio State certainly makes it easy to envision that fit with this offensive line. Yeah, so here's the thing. What, what, what I'm trying to get the vibe here. RJ wants to go with the win now. He doesn't want a quarterback. Keith wants to say, hey, we don't want to go through his next you know, five years, you know, with Anthony Wright, uh, Chad Hutchinson, all these kind of guys next. So what we got to decide is, are we going to, are we going to go with the future pick and Jared Goff? So I assume we're all Goff fans over Wentz. We're all Goff over Wentz. That's what we have on our board. And then right now, then we got to decide between Bosa, Buckner, and then probably Ezekiel Elliott here. Um, right now, it doesn't look like we have any trades lined up right now. So we're going to have to stand in here and make the pick. Um, to me, my best player on the board right here is Ezekiel Elliott. I think um, I think RJ mentioned it. his gut feeling initially was Zeke, but now it's here. It's kind of like you know, do we actually take a running back this high? It's it's starting to starting to come into reality there. But to me, Ezekiel Elliott is just a running back talent that we have not seen before. Probably it's it's a cliche we haven't seen since Adrian Peterson. I I honestly don't see that. And Todd Gurley. You, you, you want to differentiate the two between there. I think Ezekiel Elliott is better than Todd Gurley. I think he is because Gurley had the knee injury. He had the knee concern. You're like, okay, is he going to be back this year? You don't have that concern with Zeke. And Zeke can pass protect. Zeke can, do, Zeke can catch his ball on third down. He has great vision, great balance. He can fit any scheme, and especially our zone scheme we have right here. So in my opinion, as a GM, I would pick Zeke. I think he would be the most impactful player on this team, and I think he would produce the best production for any rookie that we can pick here. I I agree. Uh, it, it's just it's a little scary. It, it's it's like a first date right now. Um, and and given given the acquisitions this team has made in free agency or the lack thereof, um, the running back position seems like it's going to need to be a point of stability in 2016. There's Darren McFadden and there's Lance Dunbar. And that's it. Um, and Keith is rightfully concerned about the quarterback position. Um, but I mean, I mean, for for me, Zeke balances that out as, as well as anything can. And, and, and Zeke allows the offense to be more explosive and, and to hopefully channel that 2014 image that they had and, and, and achieve that success. And, and so for me, I have zero qualms with, with going with Ezekiel Elliott. I think you're right, Jonah. I, I think he's, he's certainly got, at the very minimum, Todd Gurley potential. Adrian Peterson, I think maybe, maybe not the ceiling, but certainly in that same stratosphere. If we want to go Zeke, I'm 100% on board with this. I think he allows us to be the team that we want to be, the team we claim to be. This offensive line is going to be intact for a long time, and to put him behind it, you know, makes everything better. Yeah, and for me, my only my only reservation on on Zeke has nothing to do with him as a player, mm-hmm. and uh, mm. and more to do with the position group, which is that of the positions we're discussing, which one can I possibly get a plus starter at? Um, on day two that's fair and mm-hmm. running back's the only one uh because gotcha. for me there won't be a quarterback outside of day one that has franchise potential um you know i i'm i've talked a lot about the fact that mid-round quarterbacks are great as a practice to do on an ongoing basis every couple of years but once it right. comes time to replace qb1 uh invest like you mean it and so so if if they pass on if we pass on quarterback here then uh then you know that's probably looking at 17 that's a top priority uh up to and including moving up so but but i think zeke is a hell of an identity statement for this team we saw them fail to uh be able to declare run and still execute and get their yards the way that they were able to in 2014 and uh and i think it really impacted uh the offense negatively 
Um, obviously, they had mountains to climb with the injuries, but the running game wasn't what it was. And um, and I think that getting a true bell cow, you know, running back one, and this this staff does seem, you know, I think running back by committee is a necessity thing. It means you don't have a running back one on the roster. Right. I think I think they've shown they favor a bell cow. You know, when when Murray was capable, they gave him all the carries mm-hmm. very quickly last season when McFadden proved that he was far better than any option they had. They gave him all of the carries. And so I think they want right. a, uh, a true lead dog. And uh, and Zeke is certainly that. I think as soon as you get into the next tier of running backs, mm-hmm. you start to mm-hmm. run into, is this a guy that's part of a group, um, at least for the first couple of years? Zeke walks in, and the second he sets foot in Valley Ranch, he's your running back one, and uh, and he's going to take the bulk of your touches. So um, so I can get behind that pick. And, uh, and if that's the consensus, I think that uh, – that we can move forward and feel a lot better about where this offense goes um, with with Elliott at the tailback. Seven minutes remaining. All right. So here's here's my thing. I, I listened to both your conversations, and you know what? And the head coach Lindsey Zeke, um, our coordinators, they're 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 thinking more of the quarterback here, but they'll also be fine with Zeke here as well. Well, um, man, I, I think it'd be really tough also to pass on Jared Goff here. I, I really do. I, I I think Keith made a great point that. You can grab your running back later. You can grab a Devontae Booker. You can grab a Derrick Henry. You can grab these kind of guys later. I mean, you can grab Keith's guy. I know he likes Paul Perkins a lot. You can grab these guys second, second, third round. I mean, we have a high third round pick, and that's you know it's considered almost a second round pick at most. And we can grab a second round running back there. Um, and but again, you can't grab a second, third round value quarterback and expect him to be the franchise quarterback. You know, two or three years from now, you're, you're hoping at that point. With Jared Goff, I think you're expecting him to be that player if you take my four, and I think he would be the most logical pick if we're being, if we're thinking about the future here. But if we're talking about win now, I think Ezekiel Elliott, like you said, would make an identity statement. I think it would energize his team. It would give him a bell cow, and it would give us the asset all three facets of the game, and with Romo, Zeke, and Dez with that great offensive line. Um, and we said Joey Bosa. I I I think he's a great. Player, I think he will be a great player in the NFL someday, but I just don't think it'll be on the Cowboys. I think we're gonna let someone else we're gonna let someone else play play with him and let him be their reclamation project. Him, Noah Spence, um, Buckner. I, I Buckner went off the board earlier. Both suspense. I, I just think we should focus on the quarterback for the running back here, and um, I assume we're all on the golf train over Wentz. So if we're gonna decide over Wentz or Goff or Elliott, where are we gonna go with boys? Well, I, I trust you both when it comes to this, so I'll float out this quick hypothetical. Let's say this team has top five picks in 2016 and 2017, and you grab a quarterback and a running back in each of those years. Which year would you want them to be based on the 2017 class as you see it as it is? Well, I think still the depth of that running back class that we're probably going to be looking at, assuming the underclassmen declare next year, mm-hmm. uh, one one of those guys is is going to leak out. Um, you know, I don't think you can plan on having a a top half of the first round pick. Hopefully, you hope things go well and nine stays on his feet and uh, right. and you're you're picking much later. But that running back depth is going to uh, is going to last a, a little bit next year, even if five or six end up with yeah. first round grades. Um, but in this class, you know, I think Zeke fits right in with that group that's there next year. So the fact that it's mm-hmm. Zeke that's still on the board. Uh, mitigates that a bit um, as far as you know quarterbacks next year you know much to be determined in terms of 
who takes steps forward on the field, mm-hmm. but uh, but it certainly would look right. like it's not a weaker class than this group of quarterbacks. Well, I mean, it, it, you know, preparing for the worst case scenario, I would say, then I'm prepared to take Zeke now because I think Zeke helps now more, right. obviously, more than Goff. If, if if the 2017 class isn't that isn't a step backwards in the quarterback class, assuming the worst case scenario, which is obviously not ideal, but I would argue that. Zeke, I mean, Zeke obviously helps more now than Goff. Um, obviously. But, yeah. but, um, Two minutes so remaining. I'm pro Zeke for what it's worth. All right. So, yeah, I mean, if we're going to take Zeke, man, we're an NFC contending team if we take Zeke right now. I mean, if we take Goff, we're preparing for the next, you know, five to eight years with Goff as our next quarterback. So, I, I think I'm taking Zeke, boys. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think with the state of this pass rush, their their best opportunity uh, to at least maximize whatever value left that they can wring out of their franchise quarterback is to outrun people. Um, they're going to have to outscore mm-hmm. them. They're going to have to sustain offense. They're going to have to avoid Absolutely. red zone field goals. And uh, and the running back really does that. So I can get yep. behind the uh, Ezekiel Elliott pick as well. Absolutely. Yep. And keep the keep the defense off the field. I mean, you have long drives with Zeke. You know, that's what we did with Murray. We control time of possession with Murray in you know twenty fourteen. That's what we got to do to keep this defense off the field with the with limited pass rush. And with Zeke Elliott, we can do that. Exactly. I mean, worst case scenario, we're you know the Vikings, Adrian Peterson's peak, which are still a, a contending team in the NFC. Um, but just you know, with an upgraded quarterback and star wide receiver, um, I- I'm excited about this. All right, Chuck, we're going to go with Ezekiel Elliott, running back Ohio State with the fourth overall pick for the Dallas Cowboys. Very good. Dallas Cowboys taking running back Ezekiel Elliott with the fourth overall pick in the Inside the Pylon Mock War Room draft. Heading over now to Mark Schofield and Shane Alexander for a breakdown of the pick. Shane, talking about Ezekiel Elliott here, when you look at him and compare him to some of the running backs that have come out recently, what does he do well? What does he struggle with? Where is he going to be on day one? In terms of in a vacuum, uh, best football player in the class, Ezekiel Elliott probably takes that. Um, I know it's not in vogue to take a running back this high anymore, but if you're going to take one, it, it needs to be a guy like Zeke Elliott. Pound for pound, better running back than even Todd Gurley last year, in my opinion, just because of everything he can do. He is a willing pass-protect blocker. Uh, he will catch the ball out of the backfield and then create havoc in space. He doesn't. Um, he's not afraid to run between the tackles, and if he bounces outside, it's six. He is the most complete back that we've seen in the last several years. If you want that guy, that Adrian Peterson, that Jamal Charles, and then the Todd Gurley last year, you get this guy like Zeke Elliott. He's the missing link behind what might be the best offensive line in football, and it's a it's a home run hire. It's a it's a, a signing. It's a it's a no brainer pick. Uh, it it seems like also given what we see with the Cowboys, this makes sense just in terms of what they're overall trying to what what their overall offensive game plan is. Mark, is that right? In terms of you know we saw last year without Demarco Murray, not a whole lot uh, going on on the ground. Obviously missing Romo too, but seems like it's a good fit in terms of what they want to do with that power running game. It's such a great fit um, with that offensive line. Now you get the back to go with it. Um, and let's not underestimate here, as Shane pointed out, this is a guy that's going to help you in pass protection as well. He's going to help you in blitz pickup. One of the things that we saw last year is that the Dallas Cowboys were going nowhere without Tony Romo in the center. So there was a thought that, you know, maybe they go quarterback. Maybe they get a guy that can, you know, back Romo up from day one, step in if Romo gets hurt. Well, 
If you're worried about Roman getting hurt, find a guy that can help in pass protection, and that's what L.A. can do. In addition to probably picking up 1,500, I mean, 1,500 yards behind that offensive line, I think that's a pretty realistic goal for a rookie running back with that offensive line. This is a great pick for Dallas. Shane, uh, look, obviously this, this is a guy who, by all accounts, has just about every tool uh, in the book can do just about everything there. If there is one weakness to his game, what what is the single biggest thing he's going to have to adjust to in the NFL? Yeah, not to duck the question, but I truly haven't found a flaw in his game. I, I don't know if there's been a more complete pack that's come out. Uh, again, I'll go back to what I said. If you listen to our podcast several days ago with the Laramie Tunzel pick with the Titans, the only thing that will get in this man's way is himself. If he stays right off the field and stays healthy on the field, uh, he's a future Pro Bowl back. So it's fair to say this is the best running back drafted since Adrian Peterson, you think? I think he could. I think he could stake that claim in terms of everything that he does. Gurley is a more power back, and I think he tops him that way. But if you're looking at everything that makes up a running back, I don't know if we've been able to see a prospect this complete coming out. Very good, Ezekiel Elliott. Blah, 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 blah. We'll redo that. Very good, Ezekiel Elliott heading off the board fourth to the Dallas Cowboys, the running back from Ohio State. Coming up tomorrow, we head down to Jacksonville. What are the Jaguars going to do? Make sure you tune in tomorrow for that pick on the Inside the Pylon Mock War Room Draft. 